Welcome to the Inspiring You Show, where we shine a light on healing whole health in our lives. We believe that in healing your story, you can transform your life. We are here to provide hope, tips, tools, resources in a community so no one feels alone in this journey called life. I'm Henry, an intuitive empath, mindfulness meditation teacher, dowsing and Reiki master teacher, and energy healer. This, my friends, is a vibrational experience, a remembering of the truth of who we are. The content is light encoded to assist you on your journey if you wish to receive for your highest good. Today's topic, we are going to be talking about human emotions. That's right, my friends. So first, let's talk about an event that just recently happened here in California. We had, last week, we had a couple of earthquakes, and the second one was much stronger than the first one. And on that second one, I was actually in the midst of recording a podcast, this one actually that I'm going to be doing right now. And as I was in mid-sentence, the entire room I was in began to shake. And as it began to shake, I saw above me my, my chandelier was moving back and forth. And if you haven't ever been in an experience of an earthquake, it, it feels as if you're on a roller coaster, yet your whole house is on the roller coaster with you and is like bending and, and winding around those roller coaster tracks, if you will. Or it's, it's like a, you're, on a, you're on the ocean and you're in a boat and it can be extremely like choppy water and you're going up and down in the boat. And in both instances, you're trying to get your bearings, trying to get your grounding. And so as I sat in my, in the room that I was recording in, I immediately, as soon as I recognized it was an earthquake, I immediately took three deep breaths in and out. And I turned on Reiki and then I set my intention in terms of asking to be grounded, aligned, supported, and safe for me and my my dog, my family, my friends. And I, then I asked for any information that I needed. I was asking for information on whether or not do I need to go to another room? Do I need to go under the door frame? Do I need to go underneath a table? What is it that I need to do in this moment? Is there anything or is there anything I need to do in this moment? And as soon as I, I was doing all of this as I was doing my, my three breaths, by the time I got to the three breaths, I completely felt grind, grounded and aligned. And then I had the clarity of the information that it was going to be over soon. So I didn't need to do anything. And then it completely finished. So the information was beneficial. So I share this because, you know, when you're in experiences, especially something where 
it can all of a sudden seem to come out of nowhere and it can be really jarring and potentially scary for the human. I encourage you to reach for tools and I share my process in hopes that maybe it will help you. Maybe it'll, it'll inspire you. And I've just really trained myself, trained my human. I've practiced with my human a lot that the first thing I reach for is my breath to support my human in terms of bringing more life force energy in and to also recognize where I am in the experience. If there's any kind of fear, acknowledge the fear and then ask that if it can let go and then calling in the energy of calmness and if possible, if I can up-level to a higher energy vibrational frequency experience to support myself. Because in terms of any kind of experience like that, where it's potential chaos and it can be very scary and also potential, there could be potential in terms of harming, you know, harming, um, it could be devastating. Yet having the quality to let the human remain or be in the energy of groundedness and alignment and calm really can support bringing in clarity and then also can just overall help your human out because then, you know, my, my nervous system isn't getting into that frayed place. And then also I'm not getting, I'm not triggering the fight flight freeze I'm allowing myself to take in more life force energy and then utilizing Reiki to support me and offering the energetic protection as well and any other anything else that I potentially need that my human may not see, asking it to be called in for my highest good. So I don't know exactly how long that whole the whole situation lasted. It, I mean, of course, in the human experience, it kind of feels long and it probably was maybe, maybe a couple minutes. Um, but it was, it's the training and the practice beforehand that really affords my capacity now to really just think, oh, breathe, Reiki, what's your intention? Ask for information. And it's so quick when it's happening. Um, and then what's also interesting is that in this experience, I was recording and I just had such groundedness and alignment as I was doing it all and watching the unfolding. And so it was, it was really incredible to, to kind of also recognize being in the observer self and being in the observer self, you know, having more light come into physical form. That again is, is the practice of, you know, the formal practice of sitting in meditation, um, doing energy healing sessions. Not only do I do self energy healing, 
yet I also, I have several dousing and Reiki master teachers that I work with. So I share this because I hope to, maybe it can inspire you or encourage you that, you know, to keep at it, to keep practicing those tools. And I do know, I will say sometimes there's moments, my friends, I mean, my human doesn't want to sit down in meditation like, oh, oh, I got to meditate. Oh, I mean, I have plenty of those moments, plenty of those moments. <laughs> I mean, and then I have amazing moments where during the meditation, it just feels so incredible. And that's such, uh, sometimes the other day I had a meditation where I was just in such serenity and that peace and that presence and it was so incredible and light would just light was just moving through me and it was so awe-inspiring um yet you know 10 minutes before I sat down for that meditation I was in like oh I don't want to (laughs) and that's where then finding the humor and having compassion and also being a cheerleader for your human so I uh, I was a cheerleader for my human. I was like, I know, come on, let's just do it. Um, and eventually I got myself to sit down and then I ended up having this incredible experience. That being said, not all my meditations are like that. You know, I have, I have meditations where sometimes I'm totally in, you know, the monkey mind. Um, yet every every time it's different because every moment is different. So let's keep talking about this then. Let's talk about some more. More and more people seem to be talking about up-leveling, expanding, and allowing more consciousness. Yet, how does it really work in the human? Well, let's contemplate something. The fundamental building blocks upon which to expand into the multidimensional experience stems from one's ability to embrace the full spectrum of human emotions. To find roots, to find roots deep into the core physical reality. Not the reality one was conditioned to believe as all there is yet the reality as an unknown potential. So, conceptually, we can agree that to feel is to heal for the human. Yet sometimes, my friends, it's just more complicated than it seems. And that's okay. That's why we have tools. For instance, last weekend, the world took a pause to honor and remember all those we lost on 9-11 and the extraordinary heroes as well. During the devastating events that took place on 9-11, 
It happened 20 years ago. 20 years ago, my friends. Although in some ways, it still feels like it was only yesterday. Let's talk about that. Our ability to hold compassion is key in allowing the energetic hold that the past has to release any non-beneficial energies and then allow to expand into a new wave of emotional intelligence. Or if you will, you can also say awareness, self-realization, up-leveling consciousness, whatever words resonate for you. Frequency is the name of the game, and those that understand from the human perspective how to play it, and those that are awakening are now catching up to the quantum truths that have in some ways been a bit hidden yet in plain sight from humanity for a long time. Time being the illusion of linear experience. For in the multidimensional, we have the ability to stretch one's imagination into the future or to rewrite the energy of the past to clear, cleanse, purify the field and step into a new way of thinking in this moment for the highest good. That's the possibility. So if all we have is now, then let us not forget our past, yet release non-beneficial energies like shock, PTSD, grief, sorrow, fear, and invite in the energies of peace, comfort, care with what was and allow a new path of thinking, feeling, and being based on potential and the energy of love rather than fear. So, in continuing the conversation about, in terms of the earthquake that we experienced last week in California, the next day, as I was doing my sessions, it was interesting because it, it came up with some of my clients. And, and with something that with an event like that, it has the possibility also in terms of shaking you because it literally is quite literally shaking you to bring in shock energy and sometimes shock energy, it can be beneficial. And in that instance, several of my clients said that they had been watching TV sitting on the couch, and then the earthquake happened. And then as everything was shaking and they were shaking around, afterwards they turned off the TV and 
they, these clients of mine had this, these incredible realizations. And we talked about how sometimes you have to be shaken awake. And so that kind of shaking, it can be presenting as shock, which you can clear the non-beneficial aspects from the shock, but there can be beneficial aspects that literally create a sense of space to allow the human to have an awakening, to have a realization, to have an insight, an aha moment. And several of my clients did, and they ended up telling me afterwards um, of something that they each went and did, which ended up being incredible for them. Whereas before, they were all sitting on the couch watching TV, which, by the way, I do sit on the couch and I do watch TV. So I like watching TV. Um, so I'm, I, I, I'm all for beneficial aspects of TV watching. There can be some times, though, and I've been caught in this, where um, I may have sat on the couch a little too long. And so anyway my clients have found found that that event of the earthquake really woke them up and they ended up doing these incredible inspiring things afterwards so so that's an example of how something can wake you up even if it can be in that moment potentially scary because again, it's being based on the potential of the energy of love rather than the energy of fear. So it's the great unknown that humanity can be more in the frightened of than doing the same thing every day and expecting different results. So let's talk about this a bit more. If we could zoom out for a moment to the macro, to the 7 billion humans on this planet, and we all, and all these 7 billion humans, all of them, all of them deserve and desire joy, happiness, health, wealth, love, fulfilling relationships, and deep down, we all deserve community. And we desire, deep down, we all desire community, connection. And we all desire freedom and the ability to create for each one of the seven billion humans, our divine expression. Yet the challenge is, my incredible friends, somewhere along the paths of all these billions of humans, this remembering, this remembering of divine expression was lost and the conditions of what is already here 
lose the spark of inspiration to seek outside the conditioned box. So what happens is the remembering was lost and the survival programming, the fear conditioning, that was already here. And so then that conditioning kind of puts out the inspiration to really seek outside the box. It's kind of like then people can go into Groundhog's Day. I don't know if you've seen the movie with Bill Murray, um, where basically every day you're getting up and it's you're reliving the same day over and over again. It's sort of an automated feeling of life and you're you're caught in this box and you lose the spark of inspiration to seek outside the box and it's based that based on the conditions that one may have been born into not and then not remembering that this can be cleared and released because you are of divine expression so Creative expression stems from the desire and interest to continue being energy in motion. So it's the energy in motion. The emotion, emotion, energy in motion, emotion. Flowing forwards, creating, downloading, imagination beyond what is here, beyond what is in your current perspective or filter. Because your human may not have all the multidimensional information as of yet, which is why clearing realigning, regrounding can really be beneficial for your human. So creative expression stems from the desire and interest to continue being energy in motion. Okay, so then frequency. Frequency is our ability to transcend and shift lifetimes in a nanosecond. Our ability to dive deep into the cellular layers of trauma and expand with love, compassion, and forgiveness. Much like an architect designs a building, they think about the parameters of which to build and create, yet also into 
but also into the unknown of what could be possible, taking into account one of the most important parts of designs is light. So how does light move through the building to create these feelings and emotions? We are on the edge of new design of humanity that in some ways, in some ways, humanity has never before been faced with in terms of such adversity, challenges, conflict, divide, unknown, a sense of helplessness as it may feel like life is continuing to be squeezed and contracted. It can be challenging. It can be challenging in terms of being a human. And that's, again, like for me, why I lean into tools and I continue taking classes and learning to support my human in terms of having hope and support. And in terms of any light workers or way showers, there is a new way of being, being in our potential imagination and feeling beyond what's known to create something with tangible results. And it's really opening up and showing more and more. So while the world is conditioned to look in a specific direction that has been conditioned to invoke maybe emotional responses of fear, conflict, sadness, anger, division, judgment, well, when you're utilizing tools and clearing away the non-beneficial energies the old paradigms and the filters, then how you are showing up right now can say everything towards what we are creating instead as a collective because everybody has energy that they're bringing to the collective. So we have to release non-beneficial aspects from the collective in ourselves, question our beliefs and conditions, and then flow in the direction that may not really make sense to the mind, yet my friends, it does to the soul. And even if it doesn't make sense to the mind and to the human yet, and it does to the soul, when the, when the human gets going in that direction, it then begins to feel expansive and exciting to the human. And that's really where trust comes in. Because I have to say, when I've been at my own crossroads in life, crossroads energy, it can be challenging where you're 
feeling stuck and not sure which way to go or feeling, you know, for me, it was really evident when I made my career transition. I was at a crossroads. I had had a career in television for 20 plus years or so. And I had made it up to the mountaintop as an executive producer. And next thing you know, I was being guided to career transition. And my path wasn't even, wasn't even paved. I wasn't even sure what the, the steps were. Even though I had had certifications and been practicing doing energy healing work and, you know, certifications at a, as a meditation teacher and, and all these other things, it's different when all of a sudden you're being called to make it into a career as opposed to, you know, this is, this is what I do when I'm not working. <laughs> um, yeah. And it was really, it was my human. I mean, I, it was terrifying at times, terrifying, scary, sad. I had to grieve letting go of, um, all that I had known to allow then the newness to come in. And I didn't even understand what the path was going to look like. And I also didn't, and it's not like I could send out resumes to, um, <laughs> to different corporations that were possibly hiring Reiki and dousing practitioners at that time. <laughs> it, it was really, I had to lean into trust and all my tools. So if anybody currently is in the crossroads energy, I understand my friend and use the tools, use the tools to support yourself and then lean into trust, lean into your inner wisdom to trust. So and at a certain point for me, it really did then start to feel expansive and exciting to my human. I did have to, again, feel to heal, though. And I did have to let myself also grieve letting go of what I knew to then allow what was coming in to come in. So this is beyond the unknown. This is beyond the denser timelines. Those timelines are being cleared. This is beyond our carbon bodies and shifting into crystalline light forms of pure conscious love. Our roles here are not to sit in the energy of divide or to try to force someone to awake. My friends, it is to observe through compassion, love, and neutrality and to try and show up in a different way for the highest good. A way, a way that is grounded, expansive, and connected 
to true wisdom beyond the capacity of the human to understand, beyond the human's capacity to understand. Maybe the human will one day. The soul has the multidimensional information that is being downloaded into the human. And where the human is right now, the human is, and it's all good for the highest good. We are downloading light through our nervous systems, activating our DNA and coming into deeper resonance with a human being that we have incarnated to be at this time. So my friends, allow what wants to shift to do so with love. Reflect on and pause and contemplate as well. What is wanting to take its place? What is feeling, what is it like to feel expansive and aligned? What is it like to feel expansive and aligned? What resonates? So for myself, I experienced another moment of deep realization when I woke up the day before 9-11. It's still not making total sense. And it may not ever fully make sense to my human. And that's okay. Yet, what my mind, what my mind does understand is an embodiment grounding in creation from the roots up. I was guided the day before 9-11 to watch the movie Worth. It seemed appropriate on the eve of 9-11 in some ways to be with and honor the people who lost their lives, the heroes, and all the families. The movie Worth is about following the horrific 2001 attacks on the World Trade Center and Pentagon. Congress appoints attorney and renowned mediator Kenneth Feinberg, Michael Keaton plays his character, to lead the September 11th Victim Compensation Fund. Sorry, my friends, as I'm as I'm reading this part, I am getting emotional and I just feel, I just feel sad. I can feel the sadness. So I'm just going to hold this in the space with all of you and acknowledge it and send some Reiki and take a couple of deep breaths in and out. Yeah. Okay. So basically Michael Keaton's character, he played Kenneth Feinberg, who was appointed to lead the September 11th Victim Compensation Fund, assigned with allocating financial resources to the victims of the tragedy. Feinberg and his firm's head of operations, Camille 
Barrows, who is played by Amy Ryan, face the impossible task of determining the worth of a life to help the families who have suffered incalculable losses. When Feinberg locks horns with Charles Wolfe, who's played by Stanley Tucci, a community organizer mourning the death of his wife, his initial cynicism turns to compassion as he begins to learn the true human costs of the tragedy. My friends, I'm not really sure if the actual movie was good or not because I was so immersed in my own experience of what it was bringing up. And even now, just reading that blurb about what the movie is about, I had feelings of sadness come up. And as I watched the movie, I came to realize how my own human hadn't felt ready to express, to release the grief from the experience of watching the awful, horrendous, tragic event of watching, watching it live. I just, I remember exactly where I was as I watched the towers fall. All of it. And the helplessness that I felt and the harm that happened to so many people at once. And I found myself bawling. And even as I'm sharing this now, I'm, I'm crying. So on that day, deep grieving was happening and I discovered, I discovered the day before 9-11 as I watched this movie, I hadn't ever unpacked, unprocessed and grieved the sorrow, the tragedy, the shock, the harm, the surreal moment of seeing the towers go down as well as the other two planes and so many people losing their lives. The anguish, the deep sadness, and so much more than that. So much more that, so much more that my human and the collective witnessed, felt, and experienced that day. So for 20 years, that grief has been locked away in my human. You know, I have, I have had moments when I've cried, watching it that day in 2001, I was crying. And then every year,
having that moment to honor and to remember. Yet it's different. It just it's different when you really dig in and realize, oh, and I don't even know if I felt like I had I don't know if I even felt like I could I had the right to actually grieve too. It's really interesting. So so many different things came up while I was watching this movie. And afterwards I did I did a meditation and also worked through some mindfulness strategies to reflect and to ask myself any other questions of things that were coming up. And um, then I did a full Reiki and dousing energy healing session for myself. Yet, the next day was 9-11, and I could still, I just felt this weight of this grief. And so um, I reached out to one of my master dousing teachers that I work with to book a private session. And so I did that a couple days after I watched the movie Worth and the 20th anniversary of 9-11. You know, and for years I have been doing private sessions with various teachers and specifically with one of my master dousing teachers um, to clear non-beneficial events that caused harm to humans and earth. And, you know, this harm, which could have happened hundreds of years ago, the negative energy from the harm may not have been cleared. It may not have been cleared from the lineages or from actual earth, from places. So if I were a human, if a, if a human were to walk on the land where the event took place, they may all of a sudden not feel great because the dense energies may not have been cleared. So my soul and my human duo has in some ways like accepted as part of my light worker journey here in this experience to support clearing various events that has impacted Mother Earth and and various lineages if it's beneficial and they wish to receive for the highest good. And these dense energies can keep the earth and its occupants in a negative energetic grid in a holding place that ultimately may not feel good. This doesn't feel good to the earth, to the humans, the animals, to the planets. And if you visit a place where such tragedy has occurred and it has been cleared of the dense energies, then, and it has been cleared of the dense energy to bring it back into zero point neutrality or to the positive earth template, if you will, it can cause challenges for people 
And then they can take on the harm of the event themselves, which then can cause all kinds of ailments to the human possibly. And the person may not even really understand or conceptualize why. A person may attribute that they felt sad when they visited a place, which yes, it can be because there was something, a tragic event there, yet it can also be so much more. Like if the place hasn't been cleared of non-beneficial energies, then what can happen is a person can actually feel weighed down afterwards because they've just scooped up all these non-beneficial energies and now they're bringing them home with them, kind of like they pack them away in their luggage and they're carrying all these dense energies with them back home. That's why clearing can be really beneficial for your human. So, and it's because the actual dense energies of harm haven't been cleared and the negativity is still powerfully there. So if the, if the event of harm, if the event of harm has been cleared of dense energies and is at a zero point neutrality, a person can then visit and experience grief, sadness, and remorse without the weight of the painful negativity of the actual event affecting them. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that again. If the event of harm has been cleared of dense energies and it's at zero point neutrality, a person can then visit and experience grief, sadness, and remorse without the weight of the painful negativity of the actual event affecting them. So as I watched this movie, Worth, it was like I began unraveling my own feelings, which I had tucked away so long ago to endure and get through that scary moment of such turmoil, tragedy, and chaos. And what's interesting is I then realized in all the times I have been to New York, and even when I worked close by the 9-11 memorial, I didn't go. And I've been to New York quite a few times in the last 20 years. And I've even lived there a couple times while I was EPing different TV shows. And I wasn't ready. I was so close by. And I remember one time I was going to go and then turns out I didn't go. I just, I wasn't ready to go. Not because I don't want to honor and remember yet. It's as an empath, I can feel so much. I can still hear and feel all the screaming of pain, terror, anguish, deep fear, sorrow, sadness. So I realized I may not have actually fully grieved. And then the dense energies of that event haven't been cleared and that, again, doesn't mean that in terms of honoring those who have passed, you can still honor. It's just releasing the human from being caught in the dense energy of the pain. 
And in my case as being an empath, it's also because then I can connect in and feel collective energy. So this movie worth brought this into my awareness. And so, as I mentioned, after, after watching the movie, I made an appointment with my dousing master teacher for an energy clearing. And, you know, I really recognized, even though I did my own energy work, I recognized that I needed more support. And I recognized the mindfulness on it. So that's why I reached out. Like I recognized that even like the mindfulness on it wasn't enough. And I needed more support and help. And so during the session, it was really interesting. It, It was really interesting during the session. What was interesting was how this event, along with other events that occurred for me before me as in Henry, human Henry, before I was five years old, had also affected, I had 330 soul fragments. And so then uh, the soul retrieval process happened for my highest good. And I can't even tell you how much better I feel. It's so interesting. And I've, I have, it's so interesting. I just, things may have been Things may have been, things may have triggered, triggered me before have like gone. Like I feel more whole than ever before. Like it is amazing. That being said, people, I'm not new to this game of clearing the human of dense energies. I have been at it since I was in my twenties or so. And I have been doing my own personal clearing in this lifetime to allow my soul to be more fully embodied into the human. And it's just, it's just incredible how, how sometimes some clearings, things get cleared out and all of a sudden you're just in a whole nother space of like presence of being. And it's just amazing. So I share this with all of you because I'm still evolving myself as well. I'm on this human ride as well. From the learned wisdom of doing this, I understand at a profound level why energy healing can be so transformational for the human experience. So I want I I want to share more of my journey so that way maybe it can also help and encourage you. You know, and it may seem odd to hear this, yet most of us are walking around not fully in the body. There can be a lot of experiences that the soul can be influenced by that causes it to fragment outside of the body. I know that might seem really odd or strange to hear. The multidimensional soul came here to experience light in physical form a.k.a. the human. And there is also an earth soul or spirit of the human, whatever works for you language-wise. And they work in tandem together along with the energy of the heart. So don't disregard the human. They are a team for wholeness in light of light and form. The challenge is, my friend, is this, this 3D world that is now ascending There are lower frequency energies like fear, anxiety, trauma, limited beliefs, all in all 
that if not cleared from the human can possibly keep the soul out. So there are many techniques to call back your soul pieces. Some can be easily done daily on your own and some are better guided by a practitioner. My preferred way is dousing energy healing. I find it the most efficient way and I usually feel the shift almost immediately. That being said, there are a lot of different techniques and ways. So see what, see what works for you. And I share this with all of you to encourage you to look at any past events to see if maybe there are unresolved trauma, dense energies, or soul pieces, or human pieces, if you will, ready to return, heal, transform, transmuted, and ready to integrate for your wholeness, for your highest good. And people, be curious to dive beyond the surface of what you think is happening and be open to the possibility of so much more. Because then this allows the openness for greater healing and wholeness. So before we wrap up, I just want to give a reminder of the upcoming equinox that every year there are two times when the sun crosses the celestial equator and incredible energy of balance is created both on the inner planes and the outer manifestation and an opening to the zero point field. This celestial event is called the equinox and is happening soon. The exact point of equinox is happening on September 22nd at 1221. That's Pacific Standard Time. Yet the energy from this powerful gateway is already here. It usually comes in before, so it is already here. The doors are open for you now to anchor incredible light and blessings into your personal life experience. And just remember that while this energy is incredibly potent and supportive, it is up to you to make the most of it by taking some time to consciously tune in. Tune in. Meditate, my friends. This is an incredible time because Equinox energy is a powerful ascension trigger that can support you for your highest good. Crystalline energies are activating within the earth and streaming in from the zero point field. This creates a beautiful opening to the higher realms of spirit for your highest good. It allows you to dive deep into the core layers to clear, cleanse, and purify the field at a sub at a whole nother level for you. And you can use this equinox energy as a springboard into the vast field of infinite possibility to claim the highest and best possibilities for your life while benefiting the earth and collective consciousness as well for the highest good. So my amazing friends, I will be doing something for that as well. So you can, if you wish to, you can tune in then. And I will also remind you that begin to be a master of your light. Become the healer of your own life. Become the master of managing your energy. 
You can do it. Everyone can do it. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Please be gentle with yourself today and every day. Feel free to listen to this as often as you feel you need to for further support in clearing, uplifting, and elevating your consciousness. And remember, there's nothing more important than your health and well-being, so take care to love yourself while navigating this new terrain. Regularly assess how you're feeling. Tune in with yourself. Ask what you need to support yourself. And if you can, meditate regularly. And if you're interested in further accelerating and tuning and activating your inner healer, consider going through Reiki 1, Reiki 2, or becoming a Reiki master. Reiki as an everyday tool is life-changing, has been life-changing for me and so many others. My next classes are listed on my website, inspiringyou.co. And if you're interested in booking a one-on-one session for Reiki or dosing energy healing, you can do so via my website. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at inspiringyou.co. And here's my disclaimer. Energy healing is a complementary practice. It supports the body's natural ability to heal itself and complements and supports standard medical treatments. All services are for educational self-improvement purposes, not for diagnosis or treatment of any mental, behavioral, or physical ailment. These practices are not a substitute for standard medical care. Consult with your health practitioner if you have a medical condition. Much love, light, and Reiki blessings, everyone. Hope you're having a beautiful day. Thank you so much.